Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by the Grow Your Own Four Leaf Clover Kit. Uh, with this kit, you are guaranteed a 1 in 10,000 chance of growing a four leaf clover. Now, guys, have you tried this? Have you tried this yet? I think we each got one. Say, I like yeah, those I, I ordered about 9,000 like packs. <laughs> so, haven't yeah. got one yet, but haven't really hit the 10,000 yet. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, they take so long to sprout. So, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like you'll get it. Said, I like you'll those odds. You'll get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you have one, I imagine it's pretty cool. Because, oh, I you know, I think I think once you get the first one, mm-hmm. your odds get better well, after yeah, that because you're, you're lucky now. Because you're lucky now. You're yeah. lucky yeah. now. So, so easier. Then yeah. it's it's just like it goes way down. It's like every other one is four yeah. yeah. over, Ex- and you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, and it's like, wow, I'm so lucky. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. That's the Grow Your Own Four Leaf Clever Kit. Um, something we've kind of been having fun with lately. Uh, well, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 minutes of edutainment. In this this uh, this episode, just like last week, we're going to be talking about mythology of another culture. So this week, George is going to be telling all of us all about Irish mythology. Um, yeah. It's going to be something that kind of don't know a whole lot about last week with kind of greek and roman mm-hmm. a lot of that was kind of household household knowledge i have a feeling that these irish deities won't really be kind of household names um, not yet not yet they will after this yeah after <laughs> this um so calling in we have josh yo and calling in also we have georgia what's up so in a little bit here, we're going to talk about Irish mythology, and then we're going to have um, kind of a little puzzle. I have a collection of riddles for you guys. Oh, um, we're doing puzzle up top. No, after I'm I'm saying. Oh, after. okay. Okay. <laughs> after and then after that, we'll do. Um, Josh has a special segment for us once more. Um, but first, uh, before all of that, it's been a very busy news week. Um, so why don't we just kind of talk about that real fast? I don't know if you guys heard yeah. any of the biggest news stories for this week, so we can kind of just recap. A lot so of all, stuff happened. All on the same page. A lot so of stuff happened. Break open some headlines. Let's yeah. Let's let's crack open. Crack. Some headlines. Maybe okay. Crack open. Okay. Release for lack of a better term, crack open. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Unleash. So let's see here. Uh, you guys may have heard about this. Daft Punk, uh, excuse me, Daft Punk. No, that's a different. That's a different show. That's Daft where Daft Punk, Punk is different. Yeah. like plays pranks. Yeah, that's where on celebrities, and they get it on film. Yeah. So yeah, um, unfortunately, that got canceled. Another, yeah, yeah. Daft. <laughs> so kind of in keeping with that, Daft Punk yeah. announced that they are breaking up and won't make music anymore. Uh, thank fuck. <laughs> okay. Aww. Well, I'm harder. sure they'll get together again for the next Tron, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> and they got it. Only oh, for the next season. Of they Dark got Hunt. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. is now vaccinating more people in one day than Canada has in total. So it's about two, uh, two million per day, I think. Um, wow. When asked for a comment, Prime Minister of Canada Justin Trudeau said that it's really cold up here. And I just saw a moose the other day, which is a fairly normal thing. <laughs> so that kind of goes to show like how different it is over there. So it's like night and day. 
totally yeah. different culture. Yeah, totally different culture. Um, yeah. Disneyland in California is set to reopen on April 30th, uh, albeit with a ton of COVID guidelines, as you can imagine. Um, unfortunately, Goofy won't be there because he has contracted COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard that they're asking people not to uh, scream when they yeah, ride roller yeah. coasters. Yeah, well, I mean, when you scream, like, on a roller coaster, there's a lot of spit coming out. So, well, I would uh, hope you're wearing your mask on your on the roller coaster, Yeah, right? well, the mask doesn't get everything, you know? That's why some people wear two or even three masks. Mm. Well, it won't. It wouldn't be a problem for me because um, roller coasters don't scare me. They're actually very. I'm actually very calm the entire time. <laughs> well, actually, they're actually no, very soothing. I ride soothing. them to relax. I ride, I ride them to relax. Statistically, yeah, you're safer. Soothing to me. Statistically, you're safer on the roller coaster than you are, like in line. <laughs> than you yeah. are off of it. Yeah. Yeah. You are pretty off much. Of it. Just so in general, really, roller coasters should be just a really relaxing. Kinda... It's really not a big deal to me. Yeah. You know, I just I feel very secure while I'm in them. No yeah. need to scream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they should let you right in there, pretty much. If really, I should be screaming. the only one riding, them, <laughs> and I should be I should be able to skip the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one actually, Josh kind of um kind of told me about this news story um so you josh you can kind of help me out on this one but i'll I'll, um kind of get into it loggers are going to cut down the last rainforest cafe it's so sad man i know it's sad obviously we all kind of grew up we kind of grew up at rainforest cafe I mean, yeah, at I one point, Rainforest Cafes covered like fifty percent of the world's restaurants. Like 50... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now we're losing them. You know, if you do like the Google image, you know, yeah, satellite yeah. thing, it's I mean, all you just read about how like in ten seconds, down. like fifty thousand acres of Rainforest Cafe is being burnt yeah. down. I mean, the biodiversity lost. We're losing. With... Yeah, I was just gonna say the menu diversity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the gorilla animatronics and stuff. Yeah. So yes, that's very sad. Um, obviously, T Rex Cafe, um, the last one of those shut down sixty million years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dumb. That that was <laughs> that was a thing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was like, oh, yeah. T Rex Cafe. We went there for your birthday. That's it was what a thing. I. That's what I. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see here. According to a new report, Twitter will set up a legal entity in Turkey. In Turkey to comply with controversial social media laws. You guys hear about this? Uh, the entity will reportedly be Yag Shaborath, the blind corrupter of flesh. <laughs> made me what nervous when you kept saying entity. Why did you say entity? In that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little unnerving, the word entity. <laughs> the entity, like, does not... It could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, my dog's an entity. <laughs> yeah. My phone is an entity. I don't, like I don't know what it is. <laughs> is it a deity? Maybe. Yeah. I like it because it has the word titty in it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like Makes Alex. it scarier. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to me, it's scarier. Uh, I, just, I just like any excuse to have Alex make up the name of some uh, old god. Well, do you remember like the, demon. the Halloween yeah. episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all real. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It was like the top ten Halloween costumes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember that? that? All timer. Yeah, that was pretty good. 
Uh, let's see here. Miami Beach in Florida has declared a state of emergency over spring break crowds. And I have declared a state of emergency because I think my neighbors are up to something. <laughs> <laughs> Just so dumb. You ever get like that feeling, though? I mean, you see your neighbors doing something and you're like, what are they doing over yeah. there? Not something they normally do. Clanging noise in their garage. (laughs) Scientists, um, you guys actually, we actually talked about this one a little bit uh, prior to recording this. Uh, Scientists have brought an ancient plant back to life after 32,000 years. After further inspection, however, the plant was discovered to be plastic. So much for that. (laughs) Yeah. They actually had to I dust it. I didn't yeah. know Michaels was around for that long. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Alright, let's see here. A Virginia restaurant is giving away free meals, no questions asked. What? Why? Where? <laughs> kind of dumb. <laughs> Answer any questions. No questions asked. No I, questions answered. You don't know yeah, what restaurant yeah. it is. You don't know where it is. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. Here's a brown paper bag. <laughs> Maybe it's got french fries in it. Maybe it's got haggis. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? You, you get it. Um, That's terrifying. Because sometimes Google Docs is like really slow, especially when your documents are like hundreds of pages long. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Google has to read them first, so yeah, they gotta make sure. Like you, yeah, if you're scrolling too fast, it's like, whoa, man, slow down! I gotta read all this. Give me one second. I'll probably start like a secondary content academy page because mm-hmm. these loading times are just just brutal, and Google Docs doesn't even have like a loading screen or anything. No, it just kind of sits there. They should bring so you'll, the you'll read in. this when I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring the the T Rex in or something. Like the no internet T Rex. I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Why did they do a T Rex? Uh, why didn't they or why did the Yeah, why is that the little symbol? There's just something, it's extinct. just something helpless about him with the little arms. Mm-hmm. Looks like it'd be so vicious, but nope. I'm kind of able to read through like our old episodes because <laughs> while it's like loading. as you scroll, Josh, yeah. do you remember? Uh, I guess Georgia too. You guys remember Trip when down memory lane. there was like jo- Josh? You and I used to kind of do a movie reviews every once in a while towards the end of the episodes. So we talked about like how we saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. But we it was like we actually oh, saw yeah. cats, but we thought that it was Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Classic bit. <laughs> it was actually kind of more of an origin story than I expected because Sonic isn't even <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of laying the groundwork for future movies where Sonic will actually appear. <laughs> um Okay, next week I'm gonna have like two Google Google Chrome pages loaded up, ready to go, <laughs> in case one crashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will. <laughs> okay, this is kind of a good headline from the past 
A new uh, NASA rover called Viper will help NASA find ice on the moon. NASA reportedly turned down names like Moon Ice Finder. (laughs) (laughs) Why would they choose the name Viper anyway? Honestly, I don't know. Snakes have nothing to do with water. It's got to be like an acronym. Oh, yeah. Right, like kids next, like codename Kids Next Door. Yeah. It all has to be an acronym. Exactly. Uh, very important. Uh, yeah, uh huh. The mm-hmm. R is Gumby mm-hmm. Rover, keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Okay. Very important. Uh, puppy Rover. There we go. It looks like it a puppy. Is. It's just VIPR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was Fiber. thinking in my yeah. head. Very important. Yeah. Puppy rover. All right, I've got to pull yeah. up on my phone. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. China says that a strong smell of gunpowder was sensed in recent U.S. talks. This is one of the early warning signs of a stroke and should not be taken lightly. <laughs> <laughs> is that like journalist ease for saying that know. like tensions are high? Yeah, I guess. A lot of the, the gunpowder. This journalist, this this journalist jargon is gonna be the death of me. I swear to God. Yeah. Getting out of hand. Yeah. Early buzz about the new movie Godzilla vs Kong is good. Did you guys hear about this? Mm. Um, fans and critics say that they were able to sleep through almost the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be kind of good. Which of these two entities will win? <laughs> I'm not. A new movie about two entities called Godzilla vs. Kong. I <laughs> uh, got a couple left here. Um, the PS5's new VR controllers have been revealed. These ones will look futuristic. Oh. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Kind of a new. I think it should just be like this. Yeah. And for everyone listening, I'm just holding my hands like I'm holding a controller, exactly. but nothing's there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a virt- it's a virtual, it's virtual. I think if yeah. I can just oh, yeah. if I just mm-hmm. do my hands like this, yeah. then that's enough. Or you should be able to like customize what it looks I should like be able to just do it. Places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's really no reason for controllers to evolve past like the Xbox three sixty controller. Yeah. It was it kinda of peaked. All controllers should just kinda of look like that. I got one. Uh, well, oh, I think sorry. they peaked um, on GameCube. Honestly, okay, that's just yeah. me because all the buttons were different shapes. Kind of, so yeah, that's it, you true. know, yeah, that's true. I, to me, that's tops. Uh, but you know, go ahead, dude. You know, why whatever. don't we just do N sixty four controller then? No, no, <laughs> never. Wrong. Um, this is wrong answer. Uh, we got one more kind of news headline here. Developers of the popular first person shooter game Apex Legends have provided an update on a long-awaited feature. Soon, the game will finally be fun. <laughs> finally. Man, I cannot wait for that update. I have <laughs> several friends who are obsessed with that game, uh-huh. but I just cannot get into it. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the... Um, uh, that's kind of the headlines for brief, this week. Brief look yeah. at the state of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some alarming trends as we've seen, but we are watching those trends. We are watching the trends. We're <laughs> keeping an eye on the numbers. Remember the Some voting of the numbers? The voting like special, remember that? I think about that all the time. 
some of these numbers are looking good, but some of them are a little bit concerning. Yeah. Fun fact, did you guys know that red for Republican and D and like blue for, for Democrat was only used like since like the early 2000s? Oh, really? Yeah, it used to be switched, actually. What? Yeah, and in other countries, red still means liberal because it's connected with like uh, like communism. communism. Yeah. yeah, so like huh. everywhere else, it's the other way around. That's interesting. But here, we... We got to do it differently because of NBC. Actually, the first the donkey and elephant it. thing, which is just yeah. I don't know about that. Lines. I didn't really. I don't know about that, but like the two were like elephants are okay, I yeah. guess. But donkeys. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another episode. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I won't get into that here. Yeah. So that's kind of like Josh <laughs> said, the brief state state of world affairs for now. Um. Uh, now let's let's Georgia. Let's talk about. Um, the topic of this episode yeah so today we're gonna dive into irish mythology um which i knew pretty much nothing about going into this i was mm -hmm. so i was very overwhelmed very quickly yeah. and i had to narrow it narrow it down because i started with celtic mythology i was like okay this this will be fine there's probably gonna be standard pantheon and oh here's their greek god equivalents and blah 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 um, no, Celtic mythology varied greatly by region because it was pretty much a bunch of separate, like, tribes and clans, and they kind of did their own thing. Maybe they went to war with each other every once in a while, but it covered a huge area, not only not, you know, what is now uh, Ireland and Scotland, but also uh, Gaul, which is pretty much, like, from Western Europe, so like hmm. you know Germany okay. and surrounding countries. So yeah. this is kind of everywhere. So I was like, this is too much. So we're gonna break it down a little bit. So I focused more on Irish mythology, um, but I'm gonna touch on some some Celtic deities that I thought were cool or were more wi widespread um, to just kind of fill in some gaps. Great. But um, Irish mythology was uh, it's preserved mostly in oral tradition, uh, mostly pre-Christian, but eventually there there was some Christian influence as the area was um, was kind of converted. Um, much has been lost to time because of the, the oral traditions, and I'll kind of explain why so much of it was oral traditions later. But enough manuscripts exist to establish four different eras uh, called cycles. Uh, the mytho uh, mythological cycle, the Ulster cycle, the Fenian cycle, and the historical cycle. So four different, four different cycles, which I thought was kind of interesting. And I don't know about other myth mythologies that really establish timelines. It's just kind of like here's the gods. That's it. Now, could that be like the like the Bronze Age, like the Gilded Age, that kind of thing? Oh, I guess that's eras of history, uh... not mythology. Yeah, there might be some overlap there. I've, I have, I included dates when they were applicable, okay. but um, you'll just kind of see as, as we go into it. I'll go, cool. and they do go in chronological mm. order here. So, starting with the first one, the mythological cycle. Um, this is a set of tales about the godlike peoples to first arrive in Ireland, the uh, Thuadé Dinan, uh, which side note. So it was a whole other trip to just figure out how to pronounce all of these. So I apologize <laughs> yeah. to any uh, Celtic and Welsh scholars out there who 
uh, maybe convinced that I'm butchering these. I'm trying my best. So Thua de Dunan, which is not spelled the way that I said it. Um, these were the Thua de Dunan. And so, also another side note, uh, godlike may have been a correction made by Christian scribes when they were recording these, because these manuscripts, um, you know, just enough existed to really get these. Most of it were oral traditions. And the people taking them down, writing them down, were these Christian monks. And so they didn't really want to, you know, call anybody else gods. So they still wanted to acknowledge that these entities uh, were powerful beings. So they may have said godlike. So that may be a they nerfed. They nerfed the god. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, but so just kind of some speculation. They still could have been just been kind of godlike. Yeah. We don't know. So is there some um, kind of some editing going on there? Yeah, and we're gonna run into okay. more of that later. Cool. Um, the word Dunan means literally tribe of the gods. Um, they basically fought a bunch of wars with each other, and uh, and other clans. Um, and then the uh, Tuatha Dunan eventually were driven underground, which is kind of intense. Uh, literally. I guess, yeah, they live underground okay. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they live underground now. Yeah, so that's crazy. Um, this cycle is where we get some major figures, some key players that will come up later, like Luke of the Long Hand, uh, the Triple Goddess Morgan, the Morgan, uh, and the Triple God. I wrote Tripe God. That's not right. It's Triple God, the Dagda. Um, there's a lot of triple deity figures also. Um, these tales are set before the time of Noah whenever that was it's just kind of the past you know the past okay. capitalized um is when these were thought to have been around so whatever flood um myth you ascribe to this was before that <laughs> every culture has a flood myth this was before that yeah. so next up you've got the ulster cycle um these tales are set around 1 a.d and it's named after the province of ulster which still exists kind of cool been around a while um the king at the time in this province was um Concobar Macnessa which fun fact this is apparently Lewis Tomlinson's baby's name Concobar oh cool. <laughs> okay. yeah I don't know so good, good for him or horrible for the baby whatever the fact I don't know what they call him Conk? um <laughs> the biggest hero in this cycle was Concobar's teenage demigod heartthrob nephew uh, uh His father is the god Lug, and Kukulin's superpower was literally berserk mode. Like okay. he he would become a monster and attack everyone in battle, just no matter how what side they were on. He had berserk mode that he would just go That's into. Cool. So, um, kind of cool, yeah, kind of terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, this like mode, yeah he went pretty much beast mode and yeah so it was kind of crazy um this cycle is where we begin to see some christian influence um and some mirroring of events like king conquabar's birth and death mirror that of jesus of nazareth so this is again maybe we're getting some editing and also um something i'll i'll mention later called syncretism where we kind of try to combine beliefs or make things more are fluent or uh, concurrent with each other. So it's kind of interesting as well. We start seeing some Christian influence. Um, next up, the third one was the Fanian cycle. Um, this is just more heroes, basically. 
specifically. This time it's set around 2 AD. And the tales start to get more poetic. Um, they're kind of like these epic sagas. Most of them are about Finn McCool. Finn McCool. Uh, Finn McCool, which his, that's not, if you saw his name, that's not what you would think. You think it's Fionn McCool, but it's Finn McCool, which is sometimes anglicized to be exactly how you're picturing, I'm saying this, Finn Mm. McCool, like he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Um, He pretty much was the coolest guy in in Ireland, Uh, and he he rode around this with this band of um, aristoc- aristocrats, the second oldest sons, the Fianna, which they're basically landless aristocrats. His firstborn son inherits everything. Secondborn son, he doesn't have anything to do. So he joins a cool. So he has this gang. Um, a lot of Irish landmarks are attributed to Finn, um, like the Giant's Causeway and the Isle of Man, uh, which was basically and throwing a bunch of rocks around and stuff <laughs> because in some folklore he's portrayed as a giant so that's cool oh. also um, see i was thinking you know producer hat for a second i was thinking yeah uh um kind of a marty mcfly kind of vibe for mccool for finn mccool <laughs> see i was thinking he was more like robin hood robin hood almost you know oh, okay. but um he didn't do anything robin hood did it wasn't uh, not like yeah, he he was just as likely to say "fuck you" to some poor guys. So I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't really a Robin Hood type guy. He was just kind of he did his thing. Like a complicated figure. He is, and to make it more complicated, um, he also had a thumb of knowledge, which he yes. got, which he got after burning his thumb while cooking the salmon of knowledge. <laughs> so he like burned his. I don't know, guys. I've cooked for a living. I've never yeah. burned my thumb. How, <laughs> how are you That's burning your point? Yeah. You're of not all the fingers to burn. Yeah. Like I'm not going to maybe like the side, my side of my hand, my forearm, yeah. not my thumb. But anyway, so like he oh. burns his thumb and then puts his thumb in his mouth because it hurts. Mm. Um, and then he did that and suddenly like gained all his insight because he was, because like it's his Dude. thumb of knowledge. So whenever he needs a cool idea, he sucks on his thumb. And, <laughs> It's wild, right? This doesn't even go into the story about how he found out about the salmon of knowledge or how he caught it, which is a whole other. There's the salmon of knowledge. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. So I feel like maybe you should have just kept the salmon. What if he taught? I don't. There's a. I mean, I don't know. Was he like the fish and cat in the hat? Was that a salmon? The salmon, of, the salmon of knowledge is famously it makes you smart, but it's also rich in omega three fatty acids. <laughs> yeah, it's good for your brain. Yeah, it adds up, you know. It's it literally. Um, and also on top of that, um, Finn McCool is not dead. He's just currently sleeping in a cave right now. Okay. Um, and he will awaken again when Ireland needs him. Oh, okay. So don't mess with Ireland. <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so I could think of a few times when Ireland kind of needed him. Yeah, <laughs> I guess just not enough. It's yeah. like, you know, when you go into a boss fight and you have a bunch of yeah. items yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I'm saving this for an emergency and you yeah. get in that spot and you're like, what if there's a bigger emergency? Yeah, it's, I think exactly. that's kind of 
I think that's I think what Ireland's kind of use them once, cutting but, is. Yeah. No, no one wants yeah, to wake up Finn McCool too early. Yeah. Yeah, because they could just get to use them once, as far as they yeah. know. But like maybe yeah. you know the troubles were bad. Or but you don't like, wanna, yeah. You don't what's around blow, the corner? You don't want to blow your Finn McCool down. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah. So I get it. So I get it. Um, this is also where we get tales of St. Patrick. Um, okay. And I kind of looked into a little bit like, okay, where does St. Patrick fit in? Basically, he tries to convince McCool and the gang to convert to Christianity. And they're like, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, McCool is like, no, I'm good. He sucks on his thumb. It's like, I got a better idea. So, huh. that's the fainting cycle. Um, again, pretty much all about Finn McCool. Last one is the historical cycle, uh, also known as the Cycles of the Kings. These were recorded by bards and court poets to immortalize the history and genealogy of whatever king they serve. Um, as a result, they are a, mostly a blend of fact and fiction. So and you can kind of imagine how that went. Obviously, if you're like a, uh, the court bard, you want to stay in the king's good graces. So you want to say all this awesome stuff about his genealogy and family, all the things that led up to king being, you know, a great person or whatever. You don't want to be doing your thing. And then he like, you know, flips the lever and then you fall through the floor into like a pit of crocodiles. Um, yeah. You know, you want to you want to stay, you want to keep the job job security. Um, many of the surviving manuscripts of these exploits are from like the seventh and seventeenth centuries. So this is kind of much afterwards the other uh, after the the other cycles. So this is kind of where this, this is where most of the manuscripts are from. Because at this point, people are like, we should maybe start writing some of these down. Yeah, and you know, bars and stuff. So. That's that's when that happens. Um, so those are the cycles. Um, I'm gonna quickly kind of go over Druidism because yes. that's kind of a big part of um, Irish Irish mythology. And what I found was was actually really interesting. A lot of things that I hadn't hadn't thought about before. Um, Druids were actually first described by the Romans around three BCE. Um, when I think of Druids, I mostly just imagine like mysterious pagan cloaked figures, just like, right. you know, secretive, weird, I, you know, doing pagan, pagan stuff, you know, sacrificing animals and reading the entrails, that kind of thing. Um, Probably a but, guy with like a, a antler crown type thing. I could see that. You know, there, there was a guy that had an antler crown and he looks really cool. I, I didn't write him down because he was just kind of, a, he, he didn't really do a whole lot. Okay. But he looked really cool. He had antlers. Just yeah. Vibing. Yeah. Yeah. He was just kind of forced God, you know. Um, but no, uh, Druids were essentially doctors, lawyers, political advisors, as well as religious leaders. Like they were super important people okay. in, in society. They wore a lot of hats. Um, and now this is where it gets kind of sketchy. A lot of the information we know about Druids came from Julius Caesar, who wrote about them, um, and, and like some of his contemporaries as well. Um, and also because Druidic doctrine prevented them, Druids, from physically recording their knowledge. Like they could not write down this stuff. It had to be learned okay. orally. It has to be passed on orally. And it's supposed to take, take like 20 years to become a Druid. 
because you have to learn to memorize all this stuff. Like, obviously they would write wow. some things, you know, like here's the grocery list. Look, they're going to write that down. <laughs> but their records of knowledge are not written down. So all we have to go off of are pretty much the, the writings of Julius Caesar and some of his contemporaries. So naturally, we might not have the best record keepers of Druidic history because the Romans were probably, it's safe to assume, a little biased and also viewed themselves as culturally superior and painted the Druids as barbarians. So right. you kind of have this um, mixed picture of Druids as being very important, very intelligent, very well-educated, but then also... Um, they the Romans included a lot of writings about barbaric ritual human sacrifice and stuff, which we don't really know if that actually if they actually did any of that human right. sacrifice stuff. The Romans wrote a lot about it, but they also maybe wanted to paint them as being barbaric so that conquering them made them look better. Propaganda. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um there are some mass graves that have been found in Western Europe, but you know, and some scholars have been like, well, this is proof that there was human sacrifice, but they could also be like soldiers from a battle. So right. it's it's really hard to say. Um, some critics even say that Julius Caesar just straight up made up druids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, but there the um the critique to that is why would he do that? one and two um, he wasn't the only person who, he wasn't the only person who wrote about them okay so and he wasn't writing this in a vacuum other people would have been like uh yo caesar why are you writing this stuff <laughs> <laughs> we never ran into these guys there goes caesar um, with his druid fanfic again <laughs> druid fanfic like yeah julius jules I'm, just, I'm gonna become a famous historian just by claiming that everything it was made up like in the, it didn't right? really happen hey yeah. history is written by the winners so. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sitting at that desk like you know druids didn't exist prove me yeah, wrong exactly um yeah but uh so that's really all we have to go off of um he may have also there's also kind of some middle ground there in between those two sides that like he could have been confusing some classes of society and just lumping them together into just druids Mm -hmm. so it's hard to say um druids could be male or female um i couldn't find a lot of historical records about druids being male and i think this also plays into julius caesar not being entirely accurate when he took down records because he only wrote about male druids hmm. but in um like the earlier cycles i was talking about we definitely see female druids they play a major part in, in every cycle so you know i there's something there you know he he yeah. didn't talk about women as as druids at all so i thought that was kind of interesting but they did play an important role um that's how everybody got their knowledge about the deities that they that they worshipped and stuff um some of the major deities uh, and these reoccur across the broad celtic pantheons um so not just in ireland but kind of throughout uh, but some are local or regional uh, the first one is Anna, also Anu, Dana, or Danu. Um, she went by a lot of different names. She's the primordial goddess of nature, and she was considered the mother of the Tua de Danan. Um, so remember, the, they're from the mythological cycle, and they're just living underground now, I guess, with Finn McCool. 
And uh, the next one is the Dagda. He's the male god of life and death. He's kind of our Zeus figure, you know, all father kind of figure. Um, hmm. He's life and death, agriculture and fertility, and a master of druid magic. He had a club that granted life or death. I don't know how it would grant life, really. Just hit a dead it wasn't body really, it I guess. It just, boom, and it just yeah. comes back to life. Um, and a harp that changed the seasons. Thought that was kind of cool. Um, he's sometimes depicted as a triumvirate of three brothers, Nuada, Dagda, and Ogma, uh, each portraying a different aspect. Um, and this is a really common theme, is the um, the triple entity. Um, uh, what's the what's the connection between that and Christianity, or is there one? Like, you know, I really tried to find. Other, I tried to find that, and I like there's no starting point to it. Nobody huh. claimed it first really it's just always been a thing as far as like yeah it was really interesting and um i probably should have spent some more time on it It was really interesting but it was really hard to find get to the bottom of okay when did the three in one thing start and i thought okay well that's a four leaf clover right or three leaf clover but that's way too simple it doesn't work that way and that's not what they were thinking when they thought about that (laughs) so also kind of all the the irish and christian symbology of like the the triple shaped uh arches yeah yeah there's um, I um, what that symbol is called i know and i looked at all those symbols and now i don't remember what any of them are but <laughs> a lot of those celtic um yeah. triangles uh or like that um and i tried to think because i thought about that when i was like okay there's all these triple gods that must be a symbol no none of those it's not about that at all so i don't know okay. this is another episode it got very it was a very deep rabbit hole and i quickly yeah. started drowning um but anyway, he's a triple god. Um, he's portraying a different aspect. Uh, next up is the Morrigan, a tripartite goddess of death, chaos, and war. I also came up with a couple different ways to say three in one. Um, portrayed as a single entity or three sisters. So that's another common thing. It's either they're three sisters or three person and three entities and one entity. I don't know. But they told terrible prophecies about death and stuff um also the dagda's spouse just kind of works if they're both three people you know three and three that makes sense um yeah you know um she is associated with the raven and was a shapeshifter so kind of spooky i wonder if that kind of uh influenced the morgan lefay character in arthurian legend uh- their names are um, etymolog- etymologically similar, but no, there was some speculation on that. I, I don't think there was. Yeah, because I read into that. Yeah, and I, I didn't, there wasn't anything. But um, she's pretty scary, the Morgan. Uh, another one was Luke, which was, uh, we mentioned him earlier. He was um, the father of Cuchulain. Uh, from the Ulster cycle. Um, he is the most commonly reoccurring god in the wide um, Celtic pantheon. He's the Celtic equivalent of Mercury and Apollo, um, the god of arts and crafts, which is cute, and the law and kingship. So he had a lot on his plate. He's not a triple god. He just was good at all of those things. He's He was like Jack of all trades. He's just one guy. So he's also called Luke of the Long Arm, Luke of the, like, 
spear. He had this, he pretty much had a spear. He had some kind of long weapon. So okay. that's, that's where I came from. I just like that he was the god of arts and crafts. I think that gets yeah, overlooked. The god of the god of macaroni necklaces. Exactly, <laughs> macaroni necklaces. Those like um, plastic Turkey beads hands. that you iron. Yeah, you know, oh, you iron the uh, shrinky dinks, uh, friendship bracelets. Um, you know, clay pots. Um, those like braid things you put in your hair and they fall off in like a week, and it's always kind of weird when that happens because you're like, that was head. Off. <laughs> got of that so um other one was uh epona or epona okay. uh, goddess of fertility and equines um she had a major crossover with rome huge cult following in rome um she was the patron of cavalry um i think the romans were pretty much like wait you can have a god okay <laughs> okay Damn, and so sorry. they okay yeah so um she rome's really rome's really dug epona she was originally gaulish uh gaul being present-day france belgium and most of switzerland um and that was inhabited by the celts uh and then between one and two bce gaul was conquered by the romans and that's when the romans were like yeah we'll take on epona so <laughs> That was kind of cool. She's mostly painted as like a woman or a horse and usually has like two foals accompanying her. So it's kind of cool. And also, of course, she's uh, Link's horse in Legend of Zelda. Right. So that's where they got that. Yeah. Um, cool. The last one I found that had um, that were like a popular one was Brigid. Uh, she's daughter of the Dagda, um, sometimes portrayed as another triple goddess. And her story is is uh, another deep rabbit hole. She's associated with wisdom, poetry, healing, smithing, and animals. I felt like the smithing was just kind of like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> very different than the other things, but okay. Yeah. Um, she's also an example of syncretism or the blending of, of practices and beliefs. Um, Christian monks, when they wrote about her, they either turned her into a saint or combined her characteristics into an existing saint, uh, Brigitte of Kildare, um, and her pagan holiday, uh, Imbolc, which marked the beginning of spring, was turned into a feast day. And that's uh, February 1st or 2nd, depending on, on where you lived. Um, so she's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I know, right? I was like, oh, thanks. Feast day. Um, but like, depending on where you look, like there's the Saint Brigitte, who was like a real nun, um, and it could be that, like, Christian monks were like, wait, you guys have Brigitte? Oh, we've always had her. That's the same person, you know? Or they were just yeah. kind of blending it, like, well, yeah, you know, she is one of our saints. So you're already, you're already a step in the right direction, dude. So just kind of a way of blending things, uh, things together, which I thought was, was crazy. Um, but yeah. That kind, of, uh, that kind of stuff is fascinating to me, like how stuff blended together. And like, I know. It makes me, yeah. it makes me wonder how much of it was how much of it felt forced at the time, how much of it was mm -hmm. malicious, how much of it was uh, kind of accidental of community or even accidental. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. No like positive thing or not. I know it is crazy because part of me when I was um, researching this was kind of like, well, why are these monks writing this down? This has nothing to do with them, but also like, what else are they doing all day? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so I, they I just wanted to write something down anyway or were charged with just figuring out what these people knew so they knew how to 
you know, evangelize better. I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, if they were able to find kind of a link with something like Brigid, um, I could see that being a way of like an easy way to reach people. But I would think that some, a lot of it is uh, kind of what the Romans did, uh, the Romans did, uh, where they were like, yeah, that's cool. I take that. I'll worship that. They're like, you know, we already have like 30 go- gods. Yeah, so, you know, what's more. another one? You know, it's cool. But um, for more monotheistic cultures, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a gradual um, culture shift in a lot of ways. It's easy to look back on it now at that huge span of hundreds and hundreds of years yeah. and say it's all muddled and sudden and everything is chaotic. But at the That's time, it was too. probably like, you know, very Crazy. slow and gradual. Yeah. Yeah. No, and yeah. I think it also maybe had something to do with um, different clans and, and tribes and communities of people being uh so far apart from each other yeah that's because part of these things could be very slow or one a community may adopt practices that another didn't but they still communicate and you have people marrying in between communities and they have to blend beliefs and things like that so noise it's crazy but it was it was cool to learn about like i said literally knew none of that really going into it um yeah Oh, another thing that I learned about, like the triple god thing, is um, sometimes you'll get like plaques and uh, manuscripts and writings that talk about or reference a god like being one in like uh, like twenty seven. Like they just keep doing the multiples of three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like okay, like you have a three part god, and then each like aspect has its own triple oh, aspect. Yeah. And it just keeps going. Hmm. <laughs> it's turtles all the way down. Yeah. So that was kind of neat too. Like, I hadn't thought about that. But, love yeah. to have 27 aspects of myself. Shoot. Yeah. I do already. I Be can't keep track of, of them. Like cooking and donkeys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two opposite <laughs> I think maybe that's how we get gods that have like such wildly different. Yeah, it could be. Like you're the god of this and this. Yeah. healing and smithing what yeah, yeah. so i don't know that's what i got huh, interesting. and report cool that's um that's some really interesting information kind of uh-huh. gives you a window into okay. uh myth a lot of the mythology kind of gives you a window into the history of that culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really cool to look at mm-hmm. um and it's interesting to find out that there was some editing going on by the scholars who actually wrote about it um whether we can obviously see that or not um yeah i thought the druid thing was the most interesting yeah or that they might even just be made up yeah i i think it's funny yeah i think it's funny maybe julius was like all right i gotta retcon this somehow (laughs) yeah Yeah. how does this get here so, so yeah, like Josh said, is there any um, a mythological explanation for Stonehenge? I don't really get into that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. an English thing. I I, I think oh, I, guess, I, yeah. I I mean I thought we were all pretty much on the same page that it was aliens. Aliens. That's yeah, true. That's I think we point. I think we talked about it in a previous episode. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Stonehenge. Um. So yeah, well, it was like a calendar or something, right? Yeah, it's like a Probably. giant giant calendar it was the prehistoric i cow yeah 
really inconvenient. It was like an app. Yeah. It was basically like a prehistoric app. That's what Stonehenge was. I think, you know, one of my favorite things about like movies and shows that uh, are set in like really like prehistory is Uh like the wrist sundial. Oh, yeah. I will never not laugh at that. That's like Flintstones. That's hilarious to me. Flintstones, uh, Hercules, uh, I think History of the World Part 1 has somebody oh, with yeah. wrist sundial or like no it was a wrist um sand uh, oh, yeah. hourglass it was that's a wrist hourglass that's of course and you like couldn't you couldn't flip it right. it was there yeah anyway yeah. I, tangent but that's funny that's always hilarious well we've got a lot more content academy coming up but first we need to grab a magnifying glass put on our thinking caps because we've got a mystery on our hands uh where is this mystery you ask well where else other than Puzzle Alley? And I can't do the um, the intro right now because I don't have access to the soundboard. But you guys all remember what, what yeah, it's Yeah, just like. play it in your heads right now. Yeah, just play it in your heads right now. So kind of going on the uh, off of the Sphinx, the Sphinx riddles that we talked about last week um, or possibly the week before, I have five Sphinx riddles. For you guys to solve they may be um, oh, kind of riddles you've you've heard before so you may know the answers to them um, hopefully not all of them though if they are used in the uh assassin's creed odyssey video game uh so josh <laughs> if you've gotten to that part um you may have an- answered these already you know okay. you're really really uh kind of draining the well i was going to use when we got to egyptian mythology but go ahead i'll <laughs> yeah, figure something yeah. out that's we'll do um we'll by that time, i'll figure it out that's we'll, the real puzzle we'll do uh um for that episode we'll do puzzles the puzzle will be irish sphinx riddles oh <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't one i can tell you that but okay if there were an irish sphinx what would it be uh if there was an irish sphinx would you <laughs> no, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, it would be like a, I don't, a sheep something. Like, yeah, it's probably like a sheep yeah. with half a sheep's sheep, head, half ram or something. <laughs> sheep yeah. with a sheep with a ram's head and a goat's body. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's see if you can guys, if you guys can um get any of these. Probably get all right. them. They're not that hard. Uh, what can run but never walks? Has a mouth, and you, if you know it, just feel free to shout it out. Um, <laughs> what can run but never walks? Has a mouth but never river. talks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was water. Yeah. Yes, it is a river. Okay. So that one was kind of an easy one. Um, a warm up. We'll do this next one. Uh, this thing, all things devour birds, beasts, trees, flowers, uh, Nas hunger? iron. No, not hunger. That's a good oh. guess, though. Nas iron. Now, hunger doesn't do that. Fire. Uh, not fire. Bites steel. Grinds hard stones to meal. I, that's kind of a different word for probably gravel. Um, slays kings. Ruins towns. No kind of fancy Death. language for that. Uh, no, I not exactly. More, I need more time and to answer that. High mountains down. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> got it. it's time. Oh, I Good got job. it. Okay. Good job. It's time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally meant to. <laughs> um, never resting, never still. 
moving silently from hill to hill. It does not walk, run, or trot. All is cool where it is not. What is that? Dr. Seuss. Yes, it is and Dr. Seuss. Probably the walket. It's probably the walket in the my pocket. It's the walket in my pocket. <laughs> Next one. Uh, is it air? Is it shade? No. Sun. Sunlight. It's Travels the sun. Yeah, it's the sun. It's sun. Oh, okay. All is cool where it is not. Um, what is large yet never grows? Has roots that cannot be seen and is taller than trees. Part never grows roots and never roots that are never roots seen. Roots that cannot be seen and is taller than trees. Think of things <laughs> that are possibly in Ireland. It is. What'd you say? It's not potatoes. It's not no, potatoes. It's not potatoes. <laughs> is it a, a mountain? It is a mountain. Wow. Hey. We should. Um, can you guys kind of come up with one for potatoes? Um, I had five potatoes. Josh has six <laughs> potatoes. I gave yeah. Alex two. Potatoes. Okay, not kind of not what I was going for, but all right. What has eyes but cannot see? <laughs> what power and I can also power what? a battery. <laughs> so dumb. What were you gonna say, Georgia? Oh, powers electricity. Yeah, I was going yeah, for the rhyme. Go. Nice. I was nice, there. Nice. I was cool, <laughs> cool. Uh one left here. What is always old and sometimes new? Never sad, sometimes blue. Never empty, but sometimes full. Never pushes and always pulls. Moon, baby! Man, good job. Good job, guys. You guys got that. Um, I was going to say, like, a door. Yeah. Well, doors right? can either you push know, or push, pull. pull door. So. You know, if it's a rotating door. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Some there, right? Great job. Um, five out of five, no problem at all. And you, we even kind of came up with a potato one. Yeah. So before we uh, say goodbye for this week, Josh, do we have uh, a special kind of segment from you? Yeah, it's uh, thinking like, you know, think of like a room, uh, and, but and, and I'm in the room. Josh's yes. corner. Yeah, you've, you've already corner. done this. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Shut up, Virgo. Uh, <laughs> so this week I kind of had, you know, people are getting vaccinated. Um uh, of course, Alex and I have already had five or six dozen vaccinations, you know, just to be safe. But yeah. Mm-hmm. More and more that we've people given are to get... people. Right, yeah. But... We give vaccinations to people. Yeah. Do they yeah. work? We don't know. But well, we we've them. been trying, kind of trying different, like, spots. So, like, first, or... the first couple we tried in the arms, but right, we've been trying some other kind of places, too. So, yeah, just to kind of see in... what works the best. You know, big toe, little toe. Yeah, yeah. So Which one is ear. better? Yeah. Yeah, ear is another so. good spot. But any, um, yeah, so anyway. yeah. Anyway, yeah, people are – more and more people are getting vaccinated. Restrictions are starting to ease up in certain places. Um, so it got me kind of thinking of stuff that I want to do once all this craziness is over. Oh, you know, my just, gosh. Just yeah. just hands wildly at everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, so, 2020. Am I right? Am I right? right? Did you guys actually know that this year is actually called 2021? <laughs> so it's like 20. It it's like there was a battle or something. Or something. 
And then Man. the winner was actually 2020, which, oh my gosh, I can really relate lost. to. Yeah. Yeah. And was. then if you kind of look forward even to next year, you guys know what that's called? <laughs> we'll let you figure it's that out. 2022. So it's like <laughs> the sequel. The sequel to 2020. Yeah. The yeah. Um, and so, so anyway, is, yeah. Anyway, yeah. All that being said, this is a list of 10 things I want to do once the pandemic is over. Cool. Okay, awesome. Things I can't wait to do. Number one, go to the movies. Honestly. I'm, I'm so ready for Tinseltown to be back. Uh, you know, my <laughs> is that favorite. what it's called? Uh, well, Tinseltown is like another word for It's kind of journalistese for Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's cool. La La Land, Tinseltown. Cool. Yeah. Uh, why it's, uh, it's called that, I don't know. But anyway, can't wait to go back to the movies. You know, uh, maybe maybe watch a few of the ones that I missed if they get re-released. You know, yeah. I'd love to see Tenet in theaters. Yeah. Can't wait for the new Avatar movies, the new superhero movies, yeah. the new Dune, all this stuff. The new James Bond is coming yeah. out. Uh, can't wait for all that to come back. Number two, go to the library. Uh, I'd love That's to another just... big one. Take a seat, uh, pull out a couple books from the racks, and just go to town, uh, feeding the old brain. Yeah. N- number three. I went uh-huh. to the library, and my library just reopened. For uh, I went there and oh, just yeah. dropped off a book, and I was like, oh, they're open? And I went inside, and I was like, what's up? And if you touch a book, they have to burn it. So oh, it doesn't man. really work. Yeah, they're... Yeah. yeah, the shelves were really empty when I got kind of picked wow. over. Like, wow, this is extreme. But they don't take it very seriously. So. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's it's all for the safety, right? So yeah, hmm. yeah. They can always order more books. It's just like, like you know, just burn it. Fahrenheit Bye. 451 kind of situation no, going on. Not really. Is there if they're well if they're burning? Books, <laughs> well, maybe that's yes, the temperature literally. they burn them at. But number uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs> 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 Kind of weirdly specific for you to bring that up. Surely they wouldn't do that exact temperature. <laughs> number three i can't wait to spank the bottom of a glass heinz ketchup bottle at my neighborhood chilies oh my gosh don't even get me started the only seems seemingly the only place you still see those yeah uh is that chilies um always was anyway moving on number four (laughs) figure out what the heck pickleball is honestly I mean, you hear, about these, you hear about these pickleball courts cropping up seemingly everywhere. They're everywhere. Is it is it tennis? Is it ping pong? Oh is it gosh. some? It is third as cucumber ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <It's> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, oh do you leave the ball in a jar of salt water? To... Is it brined? Maybe. Yeah. Uh... Number five. I can't wait to pee on the urinal ice at the local dive bar. Oh, okay. you know when you get that the fresh urinal ice. The fresh urinal ice, oh nothing like it. Nothing like it. I guess that's kind yeah. of something Georgia could never, never really. Experience. I didn't know there was ice. Yeah. Uh, you did know that. I did not know. That. Why would they do How that? How would she know that? Yeah. See, no one How knows know why that? they do it. They do it. Um, I think it's just kind of. Maybe something for you to aim at. So you don't <laughs> a little fun. Yeah. You don't think it's somebody like pouring their drink down it? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. They just take nice huh. ice from potable water. Yeah. And yeah. they just 
Okay. I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Yeah, yeah that's okay. man logic. Uh, so. okay. They yeah. just pour it in the urinal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, n- number six, take a shower. <laughs> right? We weren't supposed to be doing that this whole time. No, right? because, well, taking a shower actually spreads. It's another way of spreading COVID. So that's something right, cause that the COVID goes down the drain. The COVID goes down the drain and into other people's showers. So that's why we haven't exactly. been taking them. So um, thank you. Thank and you. And if you do take one, you that. need to wear a completely covered kind of hazmat suit. So <laughs> that's if you really miss the experience of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. who would. Uh, anyway. Number seven. Can't wait to refinance my home loan with Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> So that one's kind that of... one that one is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it? <laughs> you know, I I I'm kinda I've kind of been short on money lately. Um, yeah, I didn't know the stimmy the stimmy hit, but it just wasn't enough, so I had to kind of sell one of the spots on my on my list. Okay, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. I mean, you still get nine good ones. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. I don't know why you didn't just add an eleventh one and make that add there. <laughs> well, it's kind of part of the contract. It yeah. has to be oh, I see. one of ten. I see. <laughs> Else it dilutes the messaging. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number eight, become a himbo. Hmm. And now, you, what uh, is familiar? What with... is that? That's so like Kronk from Person in Groove. Yes, the, oh, the classic example is Kronk, someone who is uh, buff, but also uh, kind oh, and, okay. and stupid. Yeah. Okay. Just gone straight for the <laughs> jugular, yes. Alex. Well, it is all th- you have to be all three of those, buff, kind, and stupid. Huh. Um, Which so part I, are you working on? Uh, well, obviously, I'm working on the stupid part. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a lot of work. Harder than it might seem. Uh, you know, some people ask me, you know, why do you want to be stupid? Uh, well, what has what has intelligence really done for me? It's just, hmm. it's just pain, really. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Nothing but pain. Anyway. Uh, anyway, anyway number nine, eat in the Taco Bell dining area again. Oh. Get that cold Baja blast. You know, I still think exactly. And do pre-COVID. I still. Yeah. I still get a uh, Taco Bell drive-through every day. Yeah, but that hasn't changed. I, that hasn't changed. I still <laughs> eat it every day, but I just miss that experience of sitting in the dining area. Um, yeah. Open up that crunch wrap. Yeah. Yep. Taking seeing, out a handful of yeah. uh, sauces from the little. Seeing beans. the truckers go kind of in and out, to and fro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People watching. Yeah. Uh, and finally, number ten. I can't wait to fulfill my dream of running in the Boston Marathon. Oh, okay. What's what and what's my secret gonna be? One word. Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's right. For all the downhill sections, you just lean back on your heelys. Oh, I see. But it can <laughs> kind of be a... <laughs> What? You sell out again? Is this brought to you by Heelys? No. No. <laughs> I actually don't think it is. Okay. He just likes Hulies. Now, this no could point. be kind of a little bit of a double-edged sword because... How so? When you're not rolling, you have to run with the little wheelies sticking out. Back in. That, so is, does it make it, that is true. Does it make it harder uh, to run in? 
Well, I think I would have to, after the little downhill sections, I would have to stop. Take the wheels pull out. Over to the side, take the wheels out. <laughs> pull over? <laughs> yeah. Lose the advantage. <laughs> when you're in Heelys, you got to pull over to the side of the road. Well, the, the advantage comes from your, uh, in, you gain the endurance. So oh, I see. it's not yeah. necessarily a speed thing. You make up yeah. the speed. Yeah. You make up the speed with your increased endurance. Yeah. So. so to save time, you could even leave the wheels in, but take the maybe take the heelys completely off. Oh, that's run barefoot idea. for a while. Yeah. When you get tired, put them back on so you can roll. Or ideally, you'd have a set uh, uh, a series of checkpoints where yeah. you have uh, some unlaced heelys. Yeah. A fresh pair in uh-huh. in the road in the road. Yeah, ready to uh, just... staggered kind of so yeah, that you yeah. put one foot in and yeah. your next stride yeah. would be in the next heelys. Yeah. yeah. Do they do they self tie like those or like self like, like and back yeah. Yeah. Like... yeah, you'd need that. We too. would need to invent that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, eventually, I think this will can become an Olympic event where there's just like downhill Healy's marathon. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Or yeah. if they could add this as part of a triathlon, there's this, throw out the bikes. We don't need Heelys. those. Yeah. Heelys. Huh. And, and then there's also a segment with the. Uh, well, with... You don't swim with the bike, do you? You take off the Heelys. <laughs> Wait, you don't? <laughs> I thought that's why it was so hard. The, if it's like a shoe <laughs> triathlon. It's so it's like, like Healy's. What's so hard about running, swimming, and biking? That's yeah. easy. Are you running That's with the whole point. like holding the bike alongside? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a good point. What were you gonna say? Alex? Uh, I was saying maybe incorporate like the springy shoes too. Oh, moon shoes. Moon <laughs> shoes too. I don't know. <laughs> when we were at the mall, we actually saw a few people with Healy's. Oh um, really? So you I can wanted, get a Healy kit. I wanted to go. You can get Healy kits. Yeah, you can like make any shoe a Healy. Really? You can get you can, you can yeah, you can get Healy kits to like yeah. Oh, I okay, I've got it. So one part of the triathlon is Healy's. One part is um moon shoes, and then the third part is those little carpet slides. High heels. <laughs> <laughs> and that part of the marathon is carpeted. Okay, cool. So they're going to have to carpet a segment of the city of Boston for a period of time. Yeah, city street. Uh huh. Covered in carpet. That'd be kind of fun because you you kind of get to feel like Shadow from Sonic. Dude, yeah. (laughs) It kind of feels like you have hover shoes on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think most marathons and races would be improved if you had to collect something along the way, like rings. Yeah. Like a series of coins Maybe that spell out pads. Boston Marathon or something. Yeah, They definitely need to add boost pads. Two words, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, kind of the marathons that we're getting are just the most, like, bare bones, like, experience. It's just running. It's just, it's just running. running. It's just they running. could do so much. They could add to it. But, you know, who's this? I don't, I don't know. Who, who are we to kind of, I don't know, talk about this? We're not. We're by no means professionals. Well, we're looking to disrupt the marathon space. And that is why we are announcing a uh, <laughs> we are a marathon startup. Um, we're going to yeah. have Healy's triathlons with the carpet slides and the moon no. shoes. Yeah. Oh, no. um, we are going to have kind of like se- sections where you can, you know how there's typically uh, like kind of wa- cups of water 
that you can yeah. just grab it, kind of grab it and go. We are announcing uh-huh. that we will have um, kind of that, but but two, uh, like the coolers filled with Red Bull, but the cooler looks like a giant can of Red Bull. Yeah. So we're going to have that too, um, kind of near next to uh, the kind of just plain white cups of water. So you can mm-hmm. choose kind of whether you want to be a winner of the race or not. Um, <laughs> or or you can get a little uh, stick of yogurt. You can you can get yeah. a stick of yogurt. We are also <laughs> announcing that. Um, and also the uh, only might... the root beer flavor though. <laughs> only the root beer flavor, or like the Star Wars themed ones, where it kind of makes it look like a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, the lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're announcing that we have. Don't forget those. the Shrek one. All and the Shrek ones too. <laughs> Shrek. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else do we have? Yeah. I guess that pretty much covers it. I have it. good. That pretty much covers it, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much covers it. Other than that, it's like a normal marathon. <laughs> we are it's totally ask, normal, yeah. We are asking for 30 grand to, um, for a time, partially carpet, carpet uh, a number of streets and side streets in the city of that, Boston. Yeah, that's just for phase one. That's for phase one of the, um, the Indiegogo campaign. That we are also announcing today. Um, we also have to see about. Worry getting... about the carpet, like do they drive on it? What? Well, yeah, say. we. Are... <laughs> this is Think about all the accidents. Yes. Also, it will permanently be a permanent fixture carpet. of Boston. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, will it have to be vacuumed? Yes. Someone will have to vacuum. But, but I think that's what? kind of a setting yeah. on the street cleaner cars. Yeah. That's probably just a setting that they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fine. Boston isn't properly zoned for carpet so we have to kind of look into that as well that's going to be an interesting issue kind of like adding legal fees into that that's it well there's a lot of red tape there's a lot of red tape that we well we will put up red tape at the end of there's also yeah yeah that that you can kind of run through we can actually kind of use that red tape (laughs) later use it if we if we save it (laughs) we save the red tape well the thing about tape is that if you unstick it, you can kind of stick it back onto the roll, but it's like not perfect. That makes it perfect to break when you write through it, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't see any problems. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all that being said, um, thanks for listening this week. Uh, uh, Georgia, do you want to kind of give a um, kind of a sneak preview for next week? Are we going to be talking about? Are we going to talk about Egyptians or? Uh, well, we make sure. Could you, could you do a, a, a sneak preview of the the, the, the week after that too? Segment. Well, and after that, <laughs> but do for each of them do a sneak peek of the content oh, and okay, of yeah. and of the puzzle and of the Josh so headline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> next week, make sure you bring your horned helmets. Oh. Nice. Okay. And, um, Gonna be talking about the first Animal Crossing game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Although the record show that it's hair. That's not. Is it hair? Yeah, that's part of. It's a hairstyle. It's not a horn helmet. It's the hair. Anyway, no, we're not talking about the Animal Crossing pantheon. Uh, Everybody knows that is like a rover is like Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, bring your horned helmets. Bring your 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 round shields. the boats with the dragon on the end of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Long ships. Long ships. Mm-hmm. And your short ships too. You got them. Yeah. 
Um, Josh is going to talk about something that's going to make everybody laugh. Yeah. And Alex is kind of going to go over what happened this this coming week or what will happen. So you're kind of predicting the future. If you're doing a sneak peek of a headline that hasn't happened yet. I predict that news is going to happen. And then then the puzzle might be a little different format. (laughs) Make sure you grab a pen and paper at home so you can play along. Do we do we get more god points? Oh yes. Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.